0: Howdy, Yolks. Before we get started today, I just wanted to let you know that this episode of Breaking and Eggs is brought to you by a whole lot of people, you included. Uh, If you listen to this show, you are the reason that Ethan and I are able to get up and do it every single day or however many days we get to do this. We uh, we do have, you know, like day jobs and stuff, whatever. Thank you so, so much for listening to this show. And and we've, we've stopped advertising this show with dollars. So we would really love your help to uh, get the show out to more people. So if you could tell a friend or go on iTunes and leave a review, that would be super duper helpful. And I tell you what, while you've got the iTunes app open, if I could just shout out another podcast, uh, I will be on tomorrow's episode of Hello from Elsewhere. So if you could go ahead and just subscribe to that, that podcast by Casey and Valerie winners. It's absolutely excellent. And if you like my voice, you're going to like their show because Casey's voice is like my voice, but better in every single way. So go ahead and and subscribe to Hello From Elsewhere. And while you're in the app store, leave a review for bacon and eggs and let us know that we mean something to you because you mean the world to us. So thank you so, so much for listening. And we just love that you're here and we love this community and we want to just grow it big and big and big and big and big and big and big. And you can help for like $0. So thank you so much. Bye howdy yokes and welcome back to bacon and eggs i'm tyler carlin and
1: i'm ethan etchill
0: and today we're spending christmas in england
1: or maybe it's los angeles
0: so fall in love with jack
1: black and be mr napkin head
0: because today we're bringing you the holiday introducing our guest this week he is the 2019 mr universe winner he is the most subscribed channel on youtube and his new hbo series game of thrones is just popping the freak off he's baby yoda's dad welcome our guest this week isaac carlson from whatso videos Hello, guys. Thanks
2: for having me again. I'm very excited. Thank you for the epic intro. I feel like I dominate pop culture now.
0: (laughs) You absolutely dominate pop culture. I really thought when you retired from World Wrestling Entertainment that your career was just going to take a dip, but it has only flourished.
2: (laughs) oh yeah you, you know i gotta gotta follow the rock and try
0: to be president of the united
2: states <laughs> you gotta dominate all sectors gotta do
1: more gotta be more
0: <laughs> you gotta do yeah. more gotta be more that's exactly right when is your line of uh shoes and headphones from reebok coming out that's what i want to know
2: <laughs> uh obviously midway uh through 2020 it's gonna be summer release it's gonna be
0: huge Late Q2, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> Man, I would buy the crap out of Isaac Carlson's signature shoes. Just I would TV buy the H. crap out of
0: Isaac Carlson's signature headphones. Dang. I mean,
1: yeah, but Reebok doesn't actually make headphones. Who
0: makes The Rock's headphones, then?
1: It's a clue, not Reebok. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I don't know uh, who makes The Rock's headphones. I didn't know The Rock had headphones. The Rock the has shoes.
2: The
0: on. Rock has shoes and headphones. The headphones the are Rock like... shoes. Yeah, they sell out immediately.
1: They are Under Armour for starters. Under Armour, that's what oh, I meant. Okay. Also, I, Isaac
0: goes for a more uh, traditional uh, a CrossFit approach with Reebok.
1: Mm,
2: yeah, for <laughs> for all conditions,
1: right? Reebok made the JJ Watt shoes, but actually, they, uh, these might not be the Rock's shoes. They no, they are. Okay, they're called Project Rock. So yes. That wasn't positive. <laughs> Okay, I want to run They're out of stats cool. for. A... I would buy.
0: I would buy the Rock shoes. Hang on, Isaac. Me, introduce yourself. I, I feel it. like you started talking and then I was like, "Wow, you're great." So go ahead and and actually talk about you and how excited you are or are not to be back on Bacon and Eggs. All right,
2: sounds good. These literally aren't sold out. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't... Uh, i'm isaac carlson i'm the creator of the youtube channel watso videos where i spread magic by discussing disney films i make lots of character videos and full story videos and theory videos all about disney films and you know the occasional dreamworks film here and there uh when it's (laughs) talking about dragons uh dragons and in addition to that, I'm a frequent attendant on this podcast, and I have a podcast of my own called Following Dreams, where I interview people about how they're pursuing their passions and achieving their dreams. So that's all the stuff I'm mainly doing. Oh, well, I mean, I also have like this travel organization thing that's in association with another, So, but that's all on my website and stuff, watsowebsite.com. But that, so that's all the stuff I'm doing right now. <laughs> wait. Wait what? a minute. Watsowebsite.com? Hold on. Does that mean the Watso shoes, Watso video shoes will just be called Watso shoes? Dude, if I was gonna make shoes, I'd probably just call them Watso shoes. Watso
1: does not exist. What?
2: Did you spell it right? W o t s o website? Nope,
1: com? I did not. That's why. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the classic somebody, downfall.
0: Somebody very, subs- very Watso surprised website. by like com. Americanized Chinese chicken is like Watso vacations. Yeah, yeah. You don't know about what? Watso vacations, the no, future of I entertainment and and travel. I yeah. have a question. I'm vacations. going Let to Disney World. Let
1: us book your next dream Disney vacation.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to Disney World soon. Do I need to contact you?
1: Dude, if I if, think you already have the trip booked, don't you? Okay, so I, I've already
0: paid for the flight and the hotel and the tickets. Do I need okay. to contact you? All right, I think at this point it's a little too late, but definitely. <laughs> Hold on, God, I can book the next one. I can
1: book
2: a world Royal Caribbean cruise through you. Yes, and then I would get a percentage of that. Yes. That's the dopest sponsorship I've ever heard in my life. So yeah, so this is how it works: is that (laughs) my (laughs) girlfriend is working for a travel agency, and we're like branding our part of it as Watson's Magical Vacations, so we can book any like lots of different trips to on Caribbeans, cruises, Disney World universal studios parks any of them and we can and by doing that you can help me create content and keep doing this fun thing that i'm doing and talking about disney and doing all that so that that was the the motivations the the side business of watso videos my That's the coolest said,
1: hustle. "Screw you, Blue Apron. Frick, yes. movement watches. Let's go vacation
0: hunting. That is amazing. <laughs> also, you get you get to have like one of your favorite creators book your vacation. That's How what cool I'm is saying. That?
1: I wanted, I literally don't even want to go to Disney World because I have no money and I want to book this. Well." <laughs>
0: Um, I want to get through the stats on on this
1: amazing female directed film. Hold on, hold film. on, hold on. Isaac, do you have anything else that we could possibly delay the stats with real quick?
2: <laughs> Just to give mm. Tyler more stress. Oh, well, I guess the main thing is, is that currently I'm trying to transition out of the home of no longer consuming soda. So I've been consuming bubbly. So if you're interested in consuming sparkling water, I've been consuming bubbly. Can you go to watserbubbly.com slash <laughs> and get cases of bubbly i do love bubbly (laughs) not not sponsored yet but mango and orange are my favorite flavors currently
0: oh see i'm not i'm not not a big tang sparkled water fan i'm a that's not true i like lime which is Mm. the best flavor which is also like a tangy sour flavor i'm
1: not a big uh I, i like fake mango flavors better than fake peach flavors but i'm not big on fake mango flavors i do i have been known to partake in an orange like a just a basic orange LaCroix. Mm.
0: You know what gets me is uh like off brand like Walmart brand comes in a one liter bottle like one liter plastic bottle. Orange Dreamsicle. Clear American. Orange Dreamsicle. Uh, I don't know whatever the it's like on the corner rack. It's like forty three cents for a liter. Yeah, you're of sparkling talking about the Clear water. American. That's like thing. yeah,
1: like, like like sweetened. Yeah, but
0: it's not. It's still zero cow.
1: I know somehow they put something in it. And it's called <laughs> sweet and low. Yeah. Oh my god. I I really don't want to delay the stats anymore. I really, really don't want to delay the ass anymore. But have you guys ever had the San Pellegrino drinks? No, uh,
0: I've had. I, I like. I like. If I'm gonna drink just sparkling water, San Pelle is my my good. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. Not the. Not their. Their. What I thought was their version of the like flavored seltzer. Right. Because no, no, I like no, a regular sal- San Pellegrino. But I bought this thing. It was like a San Pellegrino L- L- limon whatever you call lemon in wherever San Pellegrino is from, Italy. I don't know. But I like I opened it expecting to just get like a lemon LaCroix, you know, just like a, like somebody down the street was like, hey, lemon, by the way, <laughs> just lemon. Have you considered lemon? And I took it. I took a swig of it, and I was like, oh, my God. I looked on the can. It's like contains 25% lemon juice.
0: Oh, my God. Really? Goodness.
1: It was delicious. Once I got used to it, it was like literally just like drinking fizzy lemon juice. That sounds awesome. Oof. It was dope, but it was just, it was absolutely, it was a shock to my system. I was like, I was expecting.
0: Can I tell you about the stats of this movie? Because they are astonishing. Let's yeah, hear dude. Them. yeah, dude, go for it. Okay, this 2006 masterpiece was directed by none other than a female, Nancy Myers, On released on December 8th, 2006, 4,750 days ago. This romantic comedy with effectively four sets was made on an $85 million budget. 85 million dollars, mm-hmm. Ethan. Eighty-five million dollars. I mean that's a lot of money. Was great. So the CG was <laughs> not even good. That's the problem. Uh, what CG it, uh, was scene it at any? the end? No. The scene at the end, uh where it's like zooming out on the cottage, they're just standing in front of a green screen. I don't know why they couldn't just decorate a cottage. Uh anytime they're driving, that's a green screen. Uh there was a lot of CG it is? It garbage. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I didn't notice it at oh, all. Oh man, I was, I was under it the assumption all... that they just—I was under the assumption they just bought a cottage. I would have thought mm. that too. That because wouldn't like, even cost if they $85 spent, mil. Even if they they evicted the people living in there for like a million
0: dollars, it still does not explain this budget. No, it's no. insane. Brightside, it made two hundred and five million dollars worldwide, so it made it back and then some. Uh, it even got John Krasinski propelled into the real world. Uh, got a 49% critic rating and an 80% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes that's a pretty big discrepancy and it's Metacritic score at 52 beat out it's critic rating score on Rotten Tomatoes uh, so huh. it, the critics were lukewarm at best to this rom romcom uh, but the audience seemed to really like it and Ethan do you have a professionally negative review
1: I have a professional negative review from Anthony Quinn of Independent, open parentheses, UK, close parentheses. And he says, You begin to suspect that Myers isn't actually a f- movie director at all, but a features coordinator at World of Interiors. Mm. This guy could not help but be like, Is this even a film director? Or is this just this woman working a furniture store?
0: I will say it was well-decorated film. It
1: was incredibly well-decorated, for sure. But A, I don't think that was the director going through and like, can we move this lamp please <laughs>
0: <laughs> positive review from anna smith from time out not anna smith from our high school uh marching band you sure uh, although i'm sure she would feel good about this f- film as well <coughs> no i'm positive this girl has uh like elsa blonde hair uh like wow um which anna smith did not she had curly brown hair uh she says it's a leisurely feel good rom-com which i feel like exactly sums up how i feel we can go ahead and close the book on this one join us for the hash browns we're going to go through the next eight chapters of my immortal with none other than isaac carlson it's been great having you guys on the show until next time a jude law
1: okay so isaac it's just you and me now to talk about this rom-com tyler's officially (laughs) gone he's cute uh he put down his microphone he put down his headphones he said frick this shirt i'm out (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I thought this was a good movie. I th- I love this movie. For starters, I-, I think that me saying I love this movie is what actually like ended up in nine people being like, "Hey, you should review The Holiday." Uh, because I stand this movie. This is my second favorite British Christmas rom com.
2: Wow, the second. What what's number one? Love Actually. Oh, okay, that's another rom com I haven't seen. Uh, this one was oh. one that I was reached out to to do, and then the night before. I was like, all right, it's time to do it. So then I I queued up one of my apps, opened it up and watched this whole movie through. And I I was pleasantly surprised. But when the movie started, I wasn't exactly sure what it was supposed to be. Oh, that monologue at the beginning is bad. Yeah, it's kind of like... It's just utter nonsense. Yeah, because the beginning is supposed to be like the first words, you know, the first scenes. It's supposed to set the stage for everything that you're going to see. And it does that with the characters, but with the voiceover i was just like what is going on and then it jumps to this one girl uh who's you know turns out to be iris and then i couldn't totally understand what the flow of the movie was going to be because i didn't watch any trailers or read any summaries or anything so that was kind of a jarring beginning uh but once we got into it i i started to enjoy it more yeah so it takes a really
1: kind of this is kind of a weird premise for a movie Oh, not a weird pre- it, it's a perfectly normal premise for a movie it's it's it, 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 it takes it harkens back to like a lot of old christmas movies where where somebody just does something absolutely ridiculous and like leaves town for christmas mm-hmm. and that's it it's like that's how you know a lot of like white christmas starts and everything like yeah somebody's I just like i'm out of, like, of here bye it's christmas yeah. sorry i thought
2: it was like oh let's use one of the like the internet gimmicks similarly to like you've got mail and like build something oh, definitely. around it i was like oh, nothing
0: really see hold on okay i'm i'm here i'm back i've i've come back i've decided to discuss this film with you all mm-hmm. this this movie was like, hey, 2006. Have you guys considered Airbnb? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking too. I, I think like, Airbnb was
0: founded in 2006. Mm-hmm. What
1: was founded in 2006? I believe Airbnb was founded in the year 2006,
0: the year of our Lord 2006. Uh, yeah, I don't. I have no idea when Airbnb came about, but maybe somebody saw this movie and was like, hmm, renting out your house—that's not a bad idea. 2008.
2: Aha, I'm going mean, to develop that a an app
0: thing for that. that over like the next the home two swap years,
2: thing is like a real thing that happened. Oh yeah, like the website they used is real. Like, I I saw, like, a list of... um, Oh, there was a lot of product placement in this movie. Oh, I mean, what? Sony with product placement? Why would they ever do that? I'm going to reserve this room on my Sony Vio laptop.
0: Do you remember those Vio laptops? (laughs) I was thinking about those the other day. Those things were the coolest. That was the first, like, ultra-powerful laptop that you could just, like, carry around places. At least it was from my super Um, young perspective in 2006. Interesting. Oh, just
2: for context, homeexchange.com is real. There's 400,000 homes available, 187 countries, and there's a exchange finalized every 4 minutes. So it's I real. How want to do this? Let's let's every what? 4 minutes in the year of our lore, 2019. Yeah, people are home exchanging. And you pay that $0 to do this? Uh no, you sign up for $150 for a year. With unlimited exchanges. That is insanely cheap. Yeah. Mm what property damage coverage this is a real service guys i thought it was kind of like made up like man imagine what
0: one of these crazy things you could do on the internet but no you know it's crazy i always think about uh when i think about like early 2000s movies and they were like oh you can do these crazy things with phones and and the internet you just you wait uh, in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, they like live stream a street race on top of a mountain on like a phone with less processing power than a Motorola Razor. Ooh. and they like they like stream to like five different cameras running simultaneously on the cell phones. Wow, yeah, that's, that's a crazy. little bit ahead of the times. It obviously isn't real. That didn't happen, but.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I forget that you can just make stuff up in movies. (laughs) Right. Like, they can just, they can make stuff happen. Because every time one of these these movies comes out where they have some sort of, like, video chat technology that we don't have, I'm like, how did you do that? It's like they've got, you know, $150,000 cameras everywhere the whole time they're filming. Like, this is fake. They faked this. It wasn't hard for them.
0: So, uh, just so you're aware, if you want to visit Roanoke, Virginia on Home Exchange, you can. Ooh. I don't. Come find Tyler and Ethan's houses. <laughs> you won't.
1: <but laughs> Be a really weird place to visit on homeexchange.com, my my own hometown.
0: Okay, so I don't know what the currency service is here, but uh, I'm going to find a different house so that I can give you some reference. Uh, but I do think that it's $150. $150. And then you 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 pay to home exchange? I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Uh, but let's take a look. See, if we go to Rome, uh, Casa de Emma in Mark uh, is 164 GPs a night. Oh, man. GPs? We have GP. to watch some Clash of Clans ads to get the ability <laughs> yeah, to
1: seriously exchange <laughs> homes. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is, what G- is that? stands for gold pieces in, like, every <laughs> video game ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like that's like the Dungeons and Dragons currency. Quick question: When you play Clash of Clans or a game similar, mm-hmm. I, I don't, so I don't know. <laughs> no, we played Boom Beach in college. We played
1: hard.
2: You I, played I played Boom, Boom Beach, Beach
1: when they were when they had barely invented microtransactions. Oh, Boom man.
2: Beach was the best. Yeah, because uh, you could just play Clash it without paying for it. Clash of Clans and Clash ice Royale. Clash Royale is the, the real deal. Yeah.
0: Clash Royale to this day is an excellent game. Mm-hmm. uh but but in those games i've found that if you pay it is zero percent more fun you just like deplete the money you just spent <laughs> and now you have to go back to waiting a longer amount of time for the next thing to happen which i guess is obvious like everybody knows this everybody gets the scam but we just mm-hmm. you yeah know, then we, you just keep paying for it yeah you keep doing it uh Stupid microtransactions. Uh, there was another name for it before it was microtransactions. We called it freemium. That was an excellent name. Oh, Can I yeah. talk about this movie? Yeah, we also
1: invented the term pay to win. Yes. Where there were games that were free to play, but pay to win. Yes.
0: And then there's re- games that are... Have uh, you played uh, The Old Republic, the Star Wars MMO? Oh, yes, where it's I like have. It's yeah. like free to play, but not really. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if but, you want to play for 40 days straight and then hit a level cap... <laughs>
0: Right, <laughs>
1: and the thing is, like nobody got mad at microtransactions until they started doing them in like AAA sixty dollars video games.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. If you're gonna give me the game for free on my phone, I get yeah, it. A, I get the hustle.
1: I'll pay a couple bucks, like whatever. But if I'm buying, like, like everybody knows that EA is like the worst about this, and it's like if I if I if I buy Madden 2020 for sixty American dollars, I don't wanna have to like buy stuff to make the game fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hate the sports games that have like the trading card functions. Ultimate team, I hate that stuff. Every time I go into one of those games, it's like join the ultimate team. I'm like, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this because I'm gonna spend money I don't want to spend. You make it way too easy. It's like, yeah, well deduct you from your PayPal account. No problem. That's why I
0: don't know how to set up PayPal. It's the most boomer thing about me. Oh man. I had to set up a PayPal. It's you know But I, uh, Banking psh, that's,
2: I That's boring adult stuff. <laughs> I used
1: I bought I a, a keep vinyl my money
2: in I bought a, money a final
1: clip. record today from not amazon from like a like a private uh like record label mm-hmm. bought a pre-order with apple pay and it took 11 seconds for me to spend 26 dollars.
2: oh man i love all of those instantaneous payments it's crazy but it also just makes money evaporate yeah. I mean, like
1: it, re- it, it, it removes the level of me sitting there, like typing all my information out, being like, do I actually want this thing? <laughs> the 16 digit code. And this right, cause I've definitely gone. I've definitely gotten all the way through something that's like type your credit card number. And I'm like, ah, it's all the way out in the car. I, I'm just <laughs> not
0: going to do that. I get mad because every time you get a new card, your phone like doesn't delete the old one. I'm sure there's an easy way to do this, but oh, I get yeah. so mad because I'll log into Amazon and it will have like my college email address and a card that expired in 2017. I'm like, nope. That's none of this is correct. Well, that's not your
1: phone doing that. That's Amazon doing. Well, that.
0: Well, yes, but then my phone, my phone still thinks I live in our college house, which is weird because I got my phone after we moved. But like oh, when I go, I, I get ways I,
1: alerts sometimes for like Richmond and stuff. It's like you visit Richmond a lot. You probably want to know about all the road closings in Richmond. Like I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want
0: to know about it when I put in that I want to drive to Richmond. If I if I tell my phone guide me home, it'll take me to you and I's apartment in college.
1: Oh no! Oh, I, I've always so I. My phone learns scarily quickly whenever I move somewhere. Because I'll get really? in the car and it'll be like, it'll take you 11 minutes to drive home. And it starts doing that like three days after I move somewhere. That's
0: crazy pants.
1: Yeah. This is completely off topic entirely. They
0: barely so let me had talk cell to phones you. Let in me, this movie. Can I, can, I, can I give you my pros and cons for this movie? Amanda right. had a BlackBerry. Sure.
2: Is all I want to say about this movie. Oh, that was one of the things that really aged up for me.
0: That's what aged it for you, not not Jack Black looking like a young man. Well, I mean that is true too. Like Jude you lost see him now, and he's like
2: all gray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or Cameron Diaz acting at all? She retired. Did you know that? I knew that. She's fully retired. She's retired. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But her and the dude from good, good Charlotte Trek Trek just movie it up. coming.
0: <laughs> uh well, she's not in it. I guess I don't know. There's a new Ghostbusters, like a true Ghostbusters without Rick Moranis. Yeah. Um. There's the a rumor holiday. that he's actually going to be in it. Like, I I like, think if he's in it, yeah. it will be a cameo at best. I
1: don't know about It'll that. It'll be him
0: on screen at like, the very end being like,
1: Oh, I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? Well, all his, all his kids are grown now. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. Man, do I love Rick Moranis. He's got that's that why Travis why stopped, McElroy kind of goofy smile to him. That's why he stopped
1: doing movies. I know.
0: Um, The holiday. I'm going to give you my pros and cons. Pros. Jude Law and Cameron Diaz's chemistry. Pros. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, gosh. I got a name. Oh, God. This is embarrassing. Kate Winslet's acting ability. Above and beyond what this movie called for. <laughs> uh, pros. pros. Arthur Wallach. Abbott. Yeah, Eli Wallach. Uh, pros. Nope, that's everything. You're uh, not going to list Jack Black as a pro. Okay, Jack Black's existence as a human being is a pro. Cons? I don't understand why Kate Winslet and Jack Black fell in love with this movie. At all. They have zero chemistry, spend, like, no time together. Like, Jude Law and Cameron Diaz, like, the movie is about them. They have, like, this great conflict, and you care about them. Jack Black and Kate Winslet are just like, well, crap, we did the house swap thing, so we gotta keep following her story. But really, her redemption is Elsa, right? She don't need no man. She needs an awesome house in Los Angeles where she can help retired directors. But instead, she's gotta fall in love with Jack freaking Black, Jarls freaking Blarls, to... Because uh, he's
1: the, the only guy that's ever treated her nice.
0: Uh, her I'm not saying I agree didn't. with
1: that, but that is why she falls in love with I it makes sense to me. I it, it tracks completely. I mean
0: what like obviously it's a freaking rom, rom romantic com, commandantic.
1: The thing is, here's the thing though: you could make an entire movie about just Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, and Eli Wallach. You could not make an entire movie about just Jude Law and Cameron Diaz. I said Cameron Diaz twice. You can make a movie about just Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and and Eli Wallach. Mm, You could not make a successful movie about just Cameron Diaz. I disagree. I think Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are a more
0: interesting story.
1: That's, but they're not. They're not without the context is the thing. Like Cameron Diaz flies to England and falls in love with the girl's house she's staying in, brother. Is a, a 20% Hallmark movie.
0: I disagree. I think the interesting part about Cameron Diaz Jude Law is Cameron Diaz flies to England to escape her life as a film director and falls in love with a guy, and it turns out he has kids. Is an interesting, like Cameron Diaz, who was the victim of like adultery, ends up with a guy who, like, there's this clear suspicion that he is playing the field. Turns out he has could, kids. I don't think
1: you could make a two hour movie about that and have it be successful. Other than the fact that it has Cameron Diaz and Julia on it,
0: I mean, yeah, I would watch Cameron Diaz and Law.
2: Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I feel like that couldn't keep it going and make it interesting. I feel like one of the most engaging things about this movie is how they tell the story of juxtaposing the two between each other and how that they're like tied together in this way that they're, the only thing is through that website and through their like a bit of their like sibling, you know, the sibling. Thing as well but it was really just this spontaneous right. thing like that Jack black works had.
1: with Jack black works with camera D as his ex-boyfriend and Jude law is is Kate wins a sister brother
2: yeah and, it, and it's kind of cool that it's the idea that like two people who can't find any opportunities to find love where they are can switch places and find love in the two weeks that they
0: switch houses. right and,
1: and it's like but just kind of fact- cool. The fact that this is an $80 million, like, proper release with proper actors and didn't die as a Hallmark movie is amazing to me.
0: Oh, I think somebody... What blows my mind... Well, actually, the only thing that blows my mind is that Jack Black is, like, a top-billed character and John Krasinski is... Got one line in the movie. I feel like that would not be what would happen today. No, Well, it was 2006. (laughs) Right, I know.
2: (laughs) He was Jack freaking Black. Yeah,
0: Kung Fu Panda. Was that out in 06? I don't know. Also, I would still
1: say that Jack Black is a bigger deal... Than John Krasinski,
0: I would say maybe after Jumanji, I would agree. But I think you know, like Jack Ryan, Quiet Place, uh, The Office, John Krasinski's got.
1: Wouldn't say John Krasinski is facially known for uh, the quiet, a Quiet Place. I would.
0: I would He's not. The lead I don't. Actor I don't, in I
1: don't it. Is he? I don't. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> What? I thought he just directed it. There was a different
1: one. He just directed, right? He just came out with another one.
0: No, his last his last uh film was a Quiet Place. His next film is a Quiet Place too. Mm. Fair. Okay, so the thing that I also that... don't think
2: as many people have seen that as you think have seen it. Yeah, I haven't, Rip. Oh well. Um, I will probably eventually see it though. But the thing that also threw me off about the beginning of the movie was that you know Kate Winslet was in love with that guy Jasper, and I just was seeing it. It was just like, like so kind of like. I'd say like aggravating at first that it was like this girl that was fawning over a man and she was like, I'm in love with him. And I'm like, well, girl, clearly you aren't because he doesn't care about you at all. Like that's not love. Like loving someone, loving someone from a distance is not love. And so I was like, if this is the precedent, that's that's what she learns. I know. (laughs) Yeah. See, but like that was the thing though. It's just like, oh man, how, how is this, going to build on itself if this is like the point. But that's that the thing is y- with, but with it these wasn't Christmas like rom coms. Yeah. We're not going into the complexities of but, relationships. But with the Christmas rom coms especially, degree.
1: you have to set up you have to set up the payoff in the opening monologue, in the voiceover. Yes. Love actually again, you should watch this movie. Love actually does the exact same thing. Oh really?
0: Yeah. Well Hugh Grant actually does... sets up you no know, Q Grant has this like static character. He says Love actually is all around us. Yeah, at the, he says it at the end. He says it at the beginning. The beginning of the movie, he delivers that line. He says, go to Heathrow Airport at any time of the holidays, and you'll see that love actually is all around us.
1: It's at the beginning? Yeah. Either way, but it you, sets up the whole story. I
0: love me some love, actually. Oh,
1: yeah, man. Yeah, somebody clearly, that's the thing. is like, As much as I love this movie, somebody clearly watched that movie and was like, how can I do this but different? Mm.
0: Oh, yeah, I think the, the juxtaposed story is certainly inspired. There's a lot of a lot of inspired beats. And it may just because it be
1: because it's a British Christmas rom-com with famous people in it.
0: Is Love Actually from before? Th- I thought Love Actually was after this. No, Love Actually was like 2000. 2003. It's
1: 2003? Really? It's 2003 and they were putting Dido songs in yeah. there? Man. There was definitely some music choices in this movie too where I'm like, that dates <laughs> it. Like, she gets in the car one, one of them gets in the car at one some point, and there's just some, like, like mid-2000s, like, synth-pop song playing that I'd never heard of before, like, dark and moody synth music. What's the,
0: movie, what's the song that uh, Kate Winslet wakes up to in Cameron Diaz's bed?
1: Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. Yes.
0: Yes, it is. Very good. Very good. Glad you caught that. What? I'm glad I was able to help you out there. You know what? I gotta... Th- so, there's a moment in this movie where uh, Cameron Diaz is unloading her things and she's like, Oh, it has the closet door open. She sees Kate Winslet's dress and she goes, Oh, pretty dress. And then that never comes back.
1: That never comes back up. <laughs> Why did that happen? Ooh. I thought I for know. sure
0: she would put I that on.
1: Know.
0: I th- oh, don't know. I thought that set it up. I was like, Oh, 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 there's going to be a nice night afloat, ahead, yonder. Nope, yeah,
1: nope. No, she just says, Pretty dress. Yeah. <laughs> It makes me think it's like it was an actual reaction to right. a set piece. Oh, nice. Cuz apparently <laughs> apparently so when Jack Black's doing the scene where he's like singing all the the themes mm-hmm. in the video store, apparently he picked up Driving Miss Daisy by mistake and just like went with
2: uh-uh.
0: it. <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah, and just he was like he happened to know what the This is I, I, there's not an IMDb trivia piece to confirm this, but I've heard this uh, I've read this somewhere or heard it on like a, like a DVD on TV thing. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that he, like, he was supposed to pick something else, but he had, he happened to know what the music from Driving Miss Daisy sounded like. And so he did, he just picked the movie up was like, see, Driving Miss Daisy, classic. I
0: think, I mean, you got to think about, about this movie in context. Uh, we did, I guess at this point we did know, this is the same year as Pick of Destiny. So I feel it was the next film from Jack Black, actually. Uh, well, we knew Jack Black was a music guy. I mean, he did school of rock. Yeah, and that was three years prior. But like, I, still feel I like... listened
1: to Tenacious D before Pick of Destiny came yeah, out. Yeah,
0: so did I. I was a big Tenacious D guy. Big, yeah, okay. big. I still am to this day. I only know about it through Hot Ones. That's that's how I <laughs> learned about Tenacious D.
2: <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Were they on Hot Ones? Yeah. It was. Nev- I think the thumbnail was Jack Black, but it was both of them.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised that the thumbnail was Jack Black and not <laughs> <Yeah>. Kyle Gas. <laughs> 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 that's
2: telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> Oh
1: man, I love Jack Black so much. Not as much as Tyler, but a lot. Yeah,
0: I would I would In fact, I'm going to check Etsy right now.
1: Oh, I got my Robin Williams print.
0: Finally. Did you I don't see it yeah. in your
1: room. I haven't hung it up yet. I got to buy frame.
0: It's right uh, here. The in problem the thing. problem with searching for Jack Black is a lot of people big time stan Nacho Libre? Blackjack? No, Nacho Libre. Oh. Uh, and I am of the mind uh, that I uh, don't stand Nacho Libre. I like Nacho Libre. I don't have a problem with it. I don't know that I've ever seen Nacho Libre. If I'm a hundred thousand percent honest with you, I, I, I remember saw... renting
2: it from Family Video, and I was just like, I don't get this one. Here we go one. on the
1: Family Video thing again. You still have video stores, and it's shocking to me. <laughs> Wisconsin is a <laughs> it's mythic long kingdom. Time ago. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I had a. No, Blockbuster had closed down by the time that Nacho Libre existed. Like, there was no
2: video stores by then. That's not true. No way, man. Video stores Wh- still live.
1: Anyway, I had a really <laughs> weird experience in the theater seeing Nacho Libre, which makes it, like, stick out in my mind. So, you know how movie theaters used to play, like, a thing where it would be, like, thank you for visiting Regal Cinemas. Please don't use your phone if you need an exit. They're at the front of the theater and the back of the theater. You know, they would do like a thing before the movie played. They don't do it anymore. I don't know why. I guess people just learned to read exit signs somewhere in the last 10 years. But anyway, I saw Nacho Libre, and it was like me and my mom and two other people in the theater on like a Tuesday night or whatever, and this woman came in and was like the thing that normally tells you where the exits are is broken so i'm gonna um please don't use your phone during the movie and also there's <laughs> exits here at the front and also at the back please thank you for using regal cinemas enjoy your movie wow and then just like ran out and it was the, it's never happened before or since that that has happened and it just sticks out in my mind like that was nacho libre that was a real thing that happened
0: all right i just want to i i just i'd have to tell you uh, in the year of our Lord, 2006, when Nacho Libre came out, Blockbuster made $5.8 billion. Really? Yeah. Boom. It peaked in 2004. Dude, I thought it was out of business by 2008. It was 2006.
2: Blockbuster was so big that they were going to try to make a theme park in Orlando.
0: Now, here's the interesting thing about Blockbuster. They made $5.8 billion, uh, but their profits were $588 million. Dollars. So their revenue Oof. was there, but uh, they, were, they were- So they, so they lost- they were, Yeah, they lost- they, they lost half a billion dollars, but they
2: were trying. So that was trying. the beginning of the end. Yes.
0: That was but the they beginning were still of the calm before, before the coming of the storm. storm. No, it's not the kind. It's just the calm before the storm. Is yeah. it? I thought
1: there was a different- Another word in no. there. Oh, well, mm. f- freak me, I guess.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a B.O.B. song. Well, uh, Isaac, welcome-
1: It's just success. not success is inadequate. Welcome to Ethan Seems and Tyler. Uh, really love- mad at me.
0: Hip hop music from their golden days.
1: (sighs) I could do an entire episode about uh, the album Strange Clouds by B.O.B. Man. That Taylor Swift feature, legendary.
0: I could not tell you
2: about music throughout any of my periods of life. I pretty much can just tell you some popular songs in specific moments of my life. That's about it. What year?
0: What? Hold on, Isaac. I have to find the line. Okay.
1: Isaac, what was the number one song in the world on the day you were born?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue.
1: Um, Well, you know what? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I'm about to give you a a, a quiz there. Okay,
0: Isaac, quick question. Mm. What year did the song Boom Boom Pow come out? Uh, Is that by the Black Eyed Peas?
2: Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to guess
0: 2002.
2: Why 2002? Uh, That cannot early possibly be right i think it's early 2000 maybe isaac what i don't what know what is your birthday bud it's so just just to give May you some 27th, context 7th 1998
0: the May song boom boom pow has the line you're so 2000 and late i'm so 2008 or 3008 or whatever she says
1: oh. i'm so 3008
2: and you're so 2008 okay.
1: okay
0: does this help you formulate when this film is came or th- when the song came out is
2: it 2007 it 2009 it's 2009 okay boom
1: you said sure. May twenty seventh. Yeah, the number one song on your birthday was "My All" by Mariah Carey, a song I've, I've never heard in my life. Never in
0: my life have <laughs> I heard that song.
1: Let's see. I'm gonna confirm this. You know, I never heard this song. I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, um, excuse me, you've never heard "My All" by Mariah Carey. Let me let me be real with y'all. I've heard one song by Mariah Carey. It's all I want for Do you
0: guys not know what the number one song on your birthday
1: was? You never did that Facebook quiz. Oh, I did that a long time ago, and the answer has just stuck with me. It was uh Snow by Informer or Informer by Snow. <laughs> and that's that song that's like Informer. Zwar- Nananya- All right, let's go with uh December first, nineteen ninety two. I Will Always Love
0: You by Whitney Houston. Yeah, but, but that for one. the year came out came out a little bit after that. End of the Road by Boys to Men was the year's top song, followed by Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Is it, is it End of the Road like the top song ever? I don't know. And then Jump by Criss Cross. This is a freaking banger of a list. Nineteen ninety-two yeah, like, was a Boys good. Boys to year. Men
1: was like the the Rolling Stone like musical group of the nineties, like the most listened to
0: musical group in the nineties. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Crazy. So Isaac. Back to uh, the holiday. Now you are like a Disney stan, an animated stan, uh excellent storytelling stan. What's your experience with the uh, the, the the Genry that we're to in today? Romantic comedies. Mm. I hate you so much. <laughs> yes. Well. Hmm. In like they're blah 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 pretty much blah blah. i'm willing
2: to try most any film genre like probably like horror and like slasher that type of genre not something i typically get into but like rom-coms i can typically turn on and enjoy now i don't really like i'm not a huge connoisseur so i haven't like seen all of the nicholas sparks you know movies that came out or and i haven't seen like every single teen romance movie or anything like that, but I've dabbled around with it. I've seen some good, seen some bad, seen some Hallmark, seen the, like the, I think it's the last song with Miley Cyrus uh, and uh, her like husband or whatever. Uh, But most of the time it's like, they don't feel super deep. Typically it's just like an exploration of a feel good, like that people can get out of the rut of not being with someone to be with someone. I feel like this movie does a really good job of finding a unique way to do that, which I can appreciate. Like, it's not the, the most unique thing to do, but I think the premise is fun enough that it, it pulled me right along, especially once we got off of Kate Winslet the first time and we got into, well, just kidding. Once we got the switch, that was when I was hooked on the movie. When, before All the lead up, all the setup felt really unnatural to me. And it didn't feel yes. like- super when
0: real when they're in the chat room chatting with each other i was like it's 2006 this would only sound like both of you are straight up murderers there was no such thing as like internet safety or like trusting the other person on the other end of the chat room in 2006
1: oh no if here's the thing is if this was, if this movie was made in 2019 uh iris and amanda would have fallen in love with each other a hundred percent
2: well that's a take <laughs> okay. that,
0: yeah that's a hot take <laughs> No, dead serious. That's the only way that could have happened. So if it's if if Jack is short for John, does that mean his name is John Blonde? Uh, no, because
1: black is a word.
0: <laughs> so is Jack.
1: Jack is a name.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: so
2: you, you you big Christmas guy, Isaac? You big Christmas fan? I definitely am. I'm like out of all the holidays, Christmas is the one that always spurs the most joy out of me. It's the thing that I always got like the most excited for. Oh, My for family sure. does pretty well. Uh, of like celebrating it So I always have really appreciated The Christmas time of year
1: Yeah it's it's just like and I've had so many things, good things happen at Christmas Like Tyler who just ran away uh, for the second time During this episode Tyler got <laughs> married During Christmas
2: he was <clears throat> married on December 16th his, his anniversary is like next week um, Yeah my dad's cousin did that that she got married, like, over the winter season. And it was
1: just... It was incredibly, like, a magical time. Like, we did, like, a, the send-off, and we all had fake snow. And, like, mm-hmm. we threw fake snow as they walked to, like, their Rolls Royce to drive away. And it was just... It was magical and, like, princessy. And, like, it's so easy to be happy during Christmas time. Even, even like, you know... Uh, Everybody's everybody feels compelled to give more and to be just better. I don't know, like, it, it, you know, it's, it's a thing that people always say, like, oh, you shouldn't just give at Christmas, but, like, at least they're doing it. Yeah,
2: I think it's just, like, it's the cyclic time where once you give, it's not like you are immediately going to go back to it right away. Like, people, it's not something sustainable that people can do every single day. Of their lives they can do it in small ways but it's typically grand gestures are done in this time of year other than like birthdays or anniversaries or something like that But also
1: like it's it's not necessarily a bad thing to be in the giving spirit at christmas because like this is a time when people struggle people don't necessarily have money to buy gifts and stuff people are mm -hmm. you know the the uh, the homeless are more likely to have issues and you know because it's cold it's it's winter you know it's winter's hard Mm There's, you know, that used to be a real thing that like your family was worried about surviving the winter. Like luckily we live in a place where that's not particularly, you know, uh, uh, true anymore. And it still isn't a lot of the world mm-hmm. where like the winter is still the month that the months where you die because it's cold. And like, you know, if if people feel compelled to give uh, more during this time of year, like I'm certainly not going to stop them by any no. means. Is that yeah, a real it, thing?
2: It, it's like I think it's just it's just a perfect time when it's you all didn't wait reflection. for me, did you? No, no, no. We've been talking about the meaning of Christmas and the the <laughs> excitement of the holidays of giving. Oh, we my literally gosh. have been talking about the meaning of Christmas though. Like yeah.
1: that is legitimately he was not kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well that's exciting. What what who are you most excited to buy a gift for this this holiday season? Hmm. This a de do. I don't know.
2: Like no one there's no
0: one specifically, but I
2: I just enjoy buying for my family. I'm doing more like experience things this christmas
0: so that's kind of with your travel agency
2: (laughs) no 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 we're not not
1: going that crazy isaac's a full miser now (laughs) mom
0: i bought you a cruise enjoy isaac
1: ebenezer carlson
2: (laughs) i I mean that
0: would be a very exciting place to get to or excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th of december (laughs) mom i didn't just buy you a cruise i bought you the ship it's the mama carlson Dude, I changed the name it's the mama Bodelson
2: my uh, my mom's name is joy so it just works so well as just it'd be the yeah joy. you could change you could literally change and a a, a uh, freaking royal
1: Caribbean cruise ship to joy of the seas oh goodness because everything they do is as blank of the seas
0: mm-hmm. or you could just make it like the carnival joy
1: <laughs> there we I go. believe that is already a ship. You can tell well, your mom you, you bought go. the carnival ship for her.
0: <laughs> She'd be like, I'm really more of a Royal Caribbean type myself. Yeah, I really, really wish you'd gone for Norwegian. <laughs> you know, with
1: that that all inclusive booze.
0: <laughs> oh, we my know goodness. how Isaac's mother is.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez. She's a decent woman.
0: <laughs> Everybody likes everybody's allowed to partake in a couple of vices on vacay, Isaac. It's okay. <laughs> Cut loose. Oh god. That's one of the things that
2: I I feel like just sounds so exciting about going on a cruise is just like it's unlimited food. <laughs> uh, there's up. no rules. <laughs> no, you can't be stopped.
1: I mean, I'm a I'm a cruise apologist. Like I I stand a cruise. I
0: went on one cruise ever, and it was a great experience. Uh, see, I've never been, but I, I yeah, think I've never at some been point, on the on the boats. Yeah, I had my bachelor party was on a, a yacht. Does that count? No. The yacht uh, did not no. leave the port. When I was on a
2: band trip in New York City, we went on a yacht and then went around and had like dinner on it and then went around the Statue of Liberty. That was pretty cool. That, what did you play in the cool. marching band?
0: Uh, what did you say? What what instrument did you play in the band? Uh, Hold on, don't trombone. tell me. Don't tell me. Oh, I uh, knew you were gonna dude. say trombone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I could see it from a mile away. I was like, Isaac was definitely in the, in the in the bone section, but at a school where that didn't mean that he was like super into hardcore drugs. That's Isaac. Oh, at a school see, where that meant that he was like he was like cool and responsible. Uh, the, Isaac played the trombone is, for us one time, didn't uh, he?
1: Maybe. Don't you have a bone in the house? Yeah, with you? I do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. played the P-bone for us cuz I made you play the the freaking uh the 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 meme, oh, the, yes. the oven bangy thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: That
2: that is kind of right though that our school was kind of like the trombones were kind of the the more uptight-ish. but it was like the the first and second the case chair at our school were like they were like really the on the at least. Notes. They both wanted to be like band teachers. Like we had, there's so many kids that in my band that were like, "We're gonna be band teachers. We're gonna have a high school band."
0: Was that you? Were you that kid? No, I was not. I was not. Oh, I baby. was that. I was that kid a hundred times over. <laughs>
2: Dang, really? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what happened?
0: Um, my freshman year of college, I was in the music program. Uh, I had so they tell you if you're gonna be a music major to either know how to play piano or don't, and like learn <laughs> when you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like half took lessons prior to college. So then I like slept through the first half of piano my first semester, but the second half, like caught up and passed what I was doing. And mm-hmm. I just like, I was like, Oh, but I know how to do this. So I don't need to practice. So I had a lot of trouble with that. And then, um, I'm not tone deaf, but I'm also not, as good at ear training as I probably should be uh, mm-hmm. I def- I did definitely didn't work at it as, as bad as I needed to uh, but I did really well in music theory I did really well in all of my like private trumpet courses um you know I, I just stood stood out in all of those things but we went to christopher newport which is a liberal arts college so i had to take two like regular classes and i had to take like english 123 and i don't even know what the other class was but i like straight up failed both of them because i was like oh i'm a music major i don't care about these stupid english classes I'm that's a music stupid major <laughs> I'm a music, music majors have it so hard you have no idea what we go through Every day. Okay. <laughs> have
2: every single major
0: where people yeah. are stressed. Always the stress right.
2: people think I have the hardest major.
0: Right. Right. Let me tell you <laughs> something right now. I'll guarantee that the music program is not easy, but none of college is easy if you do it the way that you're supposed to do it. If you like actually are out of class studying for that class for every three hours you spend in that class, you are busy. All the time. And listen, I get it. Music majors that you also have like 15 classes a day when everybody else has five. I hear you, but you're also not spending three hours on each of those classes every day. So just everybody take a chill pill. Mm -hmm. But the music program was challenging and I failed it. So clearly you're doing something better than I can dear music major. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but it was funny. It now.
0: when i went to college i did my music audition uh i went i auditioned for five schools and i got into four schools and i applied to five schools and i got into the same four schools that i got into for auditions mm. um and uh at christopher newport i went in and dr mark reimer who's still there he's my fraternity brother now uh he was the one that was like Doing my audition and he looked at my grades and he goes, "How did you get in here?" And I was <laughs> like, "Like this is before I played music for him, right?" So I'm like, ah! And then he like flips the sheet and he sees my SAT scores and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, what are you playing today?" And if you knew Rock Dr. Reimer, he's a big, he's big, big guy, tuba player, and he calls everyone star and he's he's a big personality. He's a robust personality. If, if oh, they told oh, me
1: stars, if, if they told me. Eventually, that it had been a secret all along that Doctor Reimer was actually Santa Claus.
0: I would. I was it. gonna say, like Doctor Reimer looks like what Ron White would look like if he was Santa Claus. Wow,
1: <laughs> that's he does have that's the Ron wild. White haircut.
0: He does, yeah. But he's
1: just so different from like I can't see Ron White or I can't see Doctor Reimer being like saying anything
0: that Ron White would say. I, we were on a plane the size of a pack, pack of, of, gum. of gum with wings. <laughs>
1: It's gonna take us all the way to the scene of the crash. <laughs>
0: Which is crazy. We're gonna get there thirty minutes before the
1: paramedics. Oh man, this is a. I love this movie. This every time I watch this movie, it's it's it comes on all the freaking time every Christmas. So I've seen this movie probably like fifteen or twenty times. Just like my mom loves it, so I've like always watched mm-hmm. it. And so I just I, every time it comes on at Christmas, I'm just like, man, this is such a delight. This movie is delightful. Mm-hmm
0: filled with delight. You know what's crazy? What? How good this movie is. This 2006, 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. We're still talking about it. Isn't that something? It's still, yeah, it's still prevalent. I watch it every year. You watch it every single year? It comes on all the time. I literally just said that. Thank you for listening. I was (laughs) listening. It comes on all the time. Your mom loves it and you watch it. How did you watch it, Ethan? Did you pay for it or did you watch it on on Televisor? I
2: paid for it. Isaac? I watched it through the Freeform
0: app. I also watched it through the Freeform app. There I guess I don't go. have the free format. I logged in through my mother-in-law's Verizon Fios account, and I watched oh, it. Oh,
1: yeah, that's the thing. Is I don't have cable. Yeah, yeah, my parents and, and have the sh- cable. And the, the, things, the things have not started acknowledging YouTube TV as a cable provider.
0: They have oh. not. No, that is true.
2: Oh, that stinks.
1: Which they should, because it's it a cable is. provider.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, nah, I paid to watch it. I, pay- I only watched it in standard definition, though. oh man
0: so you missed some wrinkles
1: uh no it just it just upstreams to hd anyway it's a movie made outside the last 10 years it was never hd to begin
2: with
0: Mm. you were never hd to begin with yeah i said what i said
2: overall i would say that i i did enjoy the cameron diaz and jude law relationship more i feel like I agree that their chemistry was like really consistent throughout the whole movie, even when they went through the ups and downs. No, I 100% yeah. agree. But my favorite part about this movie is is Arthur. I was very surprised that that was like the main thing that Kate Winslet slash Iris was doing throughout the majority of the movie was was not actually finding a man, which I think was important for her and for like an interesting way of like showing how she could. Take care of that's someone the thing is she doesn't she pins. doesn't find the man until she loves herself first. Ooh, wow! Look at that. I, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, this man's so deep. Mm-hmm. He's
0: so deep, Ethan Edschil. You should but write also, a book. Um,
1: I do think it was kind of cool. They were listening to um, when End when Jack Black pulls up Boys the first time. Man. What?
0: No. End of the road by Boys to Men. <laughs>
1: When uh, and obviously this was not like an accident, but uh, when Jack Black and his girlfriend pull up at the beginning, when he first were first introduced to his character, he's listening to the Any More Coney score of a movie that Eli Wallach was in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he was a big like Eli Wallach was a big like spaghetti western star with Clint Eastwood. I mean, he obviously wasn't Clint Eastwood. But he he's in a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. He's the Ugly in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly.
0: Really. Oh. Yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know who this person was. I'll be 100% honest with you. Me I either. wish I did. I just thought
2: he was an old man.
0: I know. I was actually watching the movie. I was like, oh, is this guy even somebody or was this his like first acting gig? No, it was like he used to
1: be an actor. He's pretty much playing a true to life character. He wasn't a screenwriter, gotcha. but he was an actor that oh, was, okay. you know, sort of I forgotten thought it was by time.
2: Interesting. Um, I've watched like a few YouTube analysis videos about like how Hollywood will praise the golden age of Hollywood. And I thought it was interesting how when Kate Winslet asked Arthur about that, that he was like, oh, it was better. And I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting. Because, you know, some people like to deconstruct that that the golden age of Hollywood wasn't actually that golden. That any golden age is really never that golden.
1: It's pretty. But that's the thing, though, is it's pretty freaking golden for the people that are living through it.
2: True. Yeah. that it's if like you're you talk about it
1: yeah it, it you know it you watch the dirt the movie about motley Crue, and it's like yeah it ended up badly for them but they had a lot of fun while it was happening yeah I mean, it's just true. like it's like the roaring 20s It's any golden age but um if you want a great about movie to enter about, them roaring 20s <laughs> yeah for the second time around big band jazz coming back but uh yeah if you want a good movie about the golden age of hollywood you should watch hail caesar by jolene cohen it's a oh phenomenal
0: my god movie. joel oh my gosh hail caesar is excellent Absolutely phenomenal. Movie.
2: I also want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That one looks. Fun I have not and well. seen
1: it yet. I, I missed it in theaters
0: just because I was doing other things, and it was like three hours and twenty minutes long. Yep. Um. <laughs> this movie was two hours and eighteen minutes long, and I'll tell you the truth: the first hour, I was like, "Wow, man, this is this is just paced great. We just got right through this." And the second hour and eighteen minutes, I was like, "Oh my god, just end the freaking movie." <laughs> i disagree with that i thought it was paced wonderfully yeah, maybe maybe i'm crazy i don't know it was like you just I romantic- have just get you've up romanticized early
1: short movies so much at this point it's like part you of your know, brand it is
0: part of my brand people know that they, like i feel like if somebody was to be like hey tyler i need you to come to my film premiere it's it is i just want to let you know it's an hour and 45 minutes is that too long i would probably be like yeah that's totally fine uh uh but i appreciate the hustle thank you for listening to the show uh and yes i will be there at your thing
1: yeah, it's like when we reviewed Klaus, somebody was like, oh man, it's only an
2: hour 20 minutes long, but Tyler loved this movie just for I that. I did,
0: yeah, I'm a big fan.
2: <laughs> what do you think slowed down the holiday? Like what, do, was there a moment where you realized?
0: I think, uh, I yes, the kids not being a conflict. I felt like <laughs> we went through that mm-hmm. and then we had to introduce like a new, it's like, oh, he's got kids. Oh, but that's not, oh, that's not really a bad thing. Okay. I mean, what's, I still
1: think, what's the I still problem think that scene with this weird? relationship? Like, that scene doesn't really ring in 2019 when she spends the wonderful evening with the kids, and then it's just like, um, so why didn't you tell
2: me the girl you slept with once about the kids? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a little weird. Yeah. I agree that it also kind of, it didn't really develop the relationship at all, other than that she was accepting him to a great degree degree and so they were both very compatible with each other other than that they just had the long distance issue but I don't it, think it seemed that like she had enough well.
0: money that if she wanted to move to England or do her job from England I don't think that would have been like a particular
2: that's kind of exactly what I was thinking I was like well <laughs> like what <laughs> job video does he editor? need to do Yeah, like pretty sure there's newspapers
0: in LA <laughs> uh, there might be <laughs> I know that in this movie they read one
1: <laughs> it literally, Iris works for a newspaper.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: now it would be a blog, like a blog uh, company, and they'd all be in there like, uh, like beanbags. Right pumping out the viral. Yeah, pumping is out viral. Is that how it really
1: happens, though? Like, there's companies that make the trailers? That does not seem like how that happens.
2: No, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, that I seems think, so I think, wild to me.
0: No, I think basically what happens, even in this reality, is it's not a company that makes the trailers, but like, she is known for taking a film with her team and like turning it into a good trailer, and she just like gets put onto a contract for that movie the same way any of the actors would. Mm. Yeah, that it. just
1: seems not the like the way it's done though. That doesn't seem possible.
0: So, so you think like the people who make the films make the trailers? That can't be right. That has to be.
2: No, it. I, I think it's. I think it's people internally that are doing it. Yeah, but I think that's. I think that's something to say though is that could it be that these people shop around at companies just like they currently do? Like animators hop around, directors do. You know what's wild? You know what this movie
1: threw into sharp relief? They just don't do the trailer voice anymore. No. It just doesn't happen. It's not like, coming this summer, Sonic is back for a live action adventure.
0: Yeah, no, they just don't do that. They just
1: i do love the part where uh it, the guy narrates amanda's life but i don't think they did it they either did it too much or not enough oh yeah
0: where they like they turned her life into because, a trailer. Like, it, like it's
1: weird it's weird whenever somebody
2: has a narrator but not everybody yes yeah yeah that was a bit of a jarring thing that i didn't get i mean it paid off in the end but like when it first happened it was
0: just kind of a weird
2: it, thing it way introduce. threw me out yeah Lindsay yeah. lohan
0: and james franco I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I do want to see that
1: movie. I don't do think sa- it exists. Why do you happen to have two guns? I just thought one wasn't going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a film.
0: How do you film your trailers, Isaac? When you, when you finish a video and you're like, all right, time to make a trailer for this video. This is a 20-minute video. I need a 20-minute trailer. How do you... When was
1: the last time you saw a 20-minute trailer? When was the last yeah. time you
0: saw a 20-minute Isaac Carlson video? It was like last week. Thank yeah. you very much.
2: It was.
1: Yeah, but when was the last time you saw a 20-minute trailer for anything?
0: I don't, I don't know. Shane Dawson. <laughs> would be... <laughs> this summer, James Charles and Shane Dawson. We're going to do 20 minutes of this voice.
1: The interview Ooh. that no one asked for. Oh, I think a lot of people have it. asked for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't i hate shane dawson
0: whoa i think Power- I, <laughs> hate hate is a stretch i haven't seen a single shane dawson video since i think he made a video with a mildly cyrus cutout in 2007 like and i, I watched that the thing is,
1: i did not i did not like shane dawson when he was relevant the first time and i do not like shane dawson now that he is just the internet shit slinger okay.
2: so i mean the thing is i like i've watched the series like i watched um Like I watched TanaCon, that was the first one I watched. When all of that was going down, I was curious about what the full story was. so I watched that Shane Dawson video, watched the Jake Paul one, and then went back and watched a few other ones and currently watched the the newest Jeffree Star one. But I mean, I've got my like critiques of some of the things he does. Like there's certain parts that feel a little too over exaggerated sometimes. Like his newest series, kind of played a little um little too just an advertisement when it concluded but overall i i enjoy what he does i think it's kind of cool what he's been able to create
0: on youtube I, I do think it's cool. I just, I have not. He really seems to glorify
1: a lot of trash people, like Tana Mongo and Jeffree Star. I don't know mm-hmm. Tana
0: Mongo or Jeffree Star. I don't know anything about these people. I, I I take your word for it that they're trash, but I genuinely don't know anything about them. See,
2: that's, that's the thing. I've been able to catch up with that part of, like, culture. I mean, I also watch, like, the David Dobrik vlog, so I kind of, you know, keep my ear to that. Like, I watched the first Logan Paul versus KSI fight. I'm like, kind of in that I like David Dobrik way red. better
1: than to me David Dobrik does more to spread joy in the world than, than Shane
2: Dawson wishes he uh, could if I was going to rank them I would probably say David Dobrik but yeah but I mean the thing is is like Tyler and Tyler's whole family was like Isaac do you watch like the Great British Bake Off and like the Food Network and I'm like no, but Tyler doesn't watch the Shane Dawson series, so we're d- we're just in different parts of the the pop culture realm at times.
0: I, I also don't watch the Great British Bake Off. So
2: okay, then it- then it was just Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan yeah I, I like some of those that.
1: shows sometimes,
2: but I get very bored by plotless TV shows. <laughs> That's understandable, man. Uh, I I don't really do uh what to- is it? God, I can't even think of it. To be fair, uh, part- reality TV. Part of the reason I don't like Jeffree mm-hmm. Star is
1: he was, like, directly mean to me in person at Warped Tour in 2009. Really? Yeah, it was just a very unpleasant, like, I wasn't even a fan. I didn't really know who this guy was. He just went out of uh-huh. his way to be like, I'm famous, pay attention to me, random kid.
2: Jeez. Okay. Yep, that
1: can, So I've just never really sour. had a good Jeffrey Star impression after mm-hmm. that.
2: Yep, I've only witnessed the, the third-person perspective from- the Shane Dawson series.
0: I was looking at something on the. I, this might have been a fever dream, so I don't know that it's real. But I was looking at something about like different big parts of. No, it was the um, YouTube Rewind 2019, uh, which was I don't know. It was okay, I guess. Haven't watched uh, it. I didn't hate it. Which was. It, I mean, it's it's like a Watch Mojo top ten video. It's super simple. Uh, mm-hmm. But those are okay. Um, I did not realize how small a part of YouTube beauty blogger. Beauty vloggers was like the top channel or the top views or something was astonishingly low. I mean, not low. Obviously, it was bigger than anything that I could ever create. But I would have thought that, like, I would have thought that these videos had like billions of views, and the and the top video had I, I don't even know what it was. I could find out, but it was it was less than I would have thought.
2: Wait, so you were surprised by the how small the beauty videos were? Yes. Well, I mean, the thing about them is is that they might not get like 20 or 30 million views per video, but if you go through like James Charles videos or Jeffree Star's videos, they all get around 10 million views per oh, I, video. Oh, I,
0: I definitely don't doubt that. Wait, yeah. they wait, hold on. Jeffree Star's videos get 10 million views? Yeah. Per video?
2: Per video. Like it's multiple millions every time.
0: No. No. Really? I'm on James Charles's channel right now, just just happenstance. And uh, holy crap, yeah, 34 million views on multiple videos. For yeah. this is like the the top down.
2: Okay, for for instance, I just pulled up Jeffrey Star's like upload schedule. Like three weeks ago, well, it goes 7.5 million, 10 million, 10 million, 9.4 million, 15 million, 10 million as the most recent uploads. So it's it better, is a better delete that
1: 9.4 million right there.
0: Yeah, if you're not getting if you're not getting 10 million in, in 30 days, then you know, yeah. what what's the point of even trying? Uh
1: My thing is now it's like we've we've rapidly increased the population of like it went from like men wear makeup to like it's cool for men to wear makeup to like men are making makeup to now women aren't allowed to make makeup anymore. Oh,
2: yeah, I noticed that shift as well that it was like wow, a lot of the top selling Beauty brands are not based around women. Like, women aren't the ones who are breaking the records currently. No, it's not even that. It's like all of a sudden they, like, turned on female content creators who make makeup. Oh, oh, you're not just, like, noticing the trend. It was like there's some, like... Trend that was going on. Yeah, that people are turning. Interesting. Shoot, I didn't see any of that. Like
1: it went quick on Rihanna because it went from like, man, Fenty is incredible. You know, they make they make shades of all skin colors, and then it was all like, well, Jeffree Star makes makeup, so screw Rihanna. Rihanna's a woman mm. making makeup. How dare she? <laughs>
0: And I know I'm okay, gonna catch heat for this because we around. definitely
1: have some beauty stands in the the fan
0: base that are just like big like our, our Discord has a a makeup dedicated channel and they
1: love Jeffrey Star even though he continues to be problematic and a terrible person
0: again I've watched the same I've watched the same videos
1: too guy so <laughs> I'm not sold
0: That's here fair. is here was my mistake I'm looking at the uh, I'm rewatching. YouTube Rewind right now and James Charles makeup tutorial in español is the most liked beauty video at 1.6 million which is far more impressive than 1.6 million views which is what I was thinking it was so that is where that is where the disconnect was the fact
1: that James Charles got cancelled and then was just like I'm not cancelled is incredible to me yeah, I, it's,
0: it's that mind That just blah. doesn't happen
1: in any other circle. Well, Like, once I you're mean, canceled, like, you're canceled. For any reason, doesn't matter what, whether it's true or not. It's
2: not... That's not always the case. I think on YouTube, people are a lot stickier than in old media. Like, Matt Lauer gets canceled. Where do you see Matt Lauer ever again? Like, you kind
0: of don't. There, there is but on a, YouTube, they can there just There is an Apple TV show about how Matt Lauer is still canceled.
2: But it's like, <laughs>
1: they... You know, it, it's like... One person is like, and not that I'm saying we shouldn't believe people by any means, but like, one person says like, oh, ex-band member, or I mean some- some band member, you know, assaulted me or whatever, that band's cancelled and gone and their music's off Spotify within like 34 minutes. There's no- there's like, there's no trial, there's nothing. It's just gone. God. You're canceled forever.
0: I will say, with YouTube, though, it's not just... Like, it's other creators have been able to bounce back. Logan Paul has bounced back. Logan Paul should still be canceled, too. Yeah. I, I agree well, with He's a terrible Dawson person. Shane Dawson was trying to, People trying to cancel him, too, so... Yeah, it, it's... I mean, I, yeah, YouTube I'm not just... a huge fan of, like, the, the cancel culture thing. I mean, I, Shane so. Paul...
1: I mean, Shane Paul... Didn't Shane Dawson say he was gonna have sex with a cat? Wasn't that, like, a real thing that happened? I know it was a long time he... ago, but, like, you gotta delete those videos, man. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you gotta go... You, know, you gotta know. go back and make those videos private it's like, there are bands that get away with having a problematic song in the catalog, but you just don't play it anymore. Like, you don't continue to play that song live. Mm. But then, like, I, I feel like YouTubers all the time get taken down by, like, old videos. And it's like, dude, you know you said that. Like, just delete the video. No one's gonna notice if you delete a video
2: from 2009. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, if you were doing this for 10 years, will you remember your points about Thor? I mean, uh, it's, no, it's, it's, but like, on,
1: also at the point that we... It,
0: Isaac, I don't know my points about Thor now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have a clue what I but said I also, about I, also know th- that I don't know I, what like, I said about the holiday.
2: <laughs> well, I pulled up a video I made about Frozen because I was writing a script about like Frozen 2, and I was like, man, that was a really weird intro. Like, <laughs> I, I can't I believe that was my stuff. intro. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, I didn't do anything like that. It was just like... It was just a different, much different than the way I currently do it. And like, sometimes you forget like the shifts, the way you like do things. Cause like as someone who, you know, doesn't really have a lot of overhead in the creation process, you can really just throw in or change things as you want, as you guys know. I mean, we change stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. We introduce segments that happen one time
1: that were like, "This is a weekly thing that never happens again."
0: We've changed what the hash browns are. We have almost all but done away with Sunday brunch, although there should be one coming out towards the end of the year. There will be a Christmas brunch. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's 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 about that time. Not quite that time, but it's about. Anyway, that time. Isaac.
1: Speaking of videos, oh. let's let's talk about a thing that is about to possibly affect you forever. Okay. Oh,
0: coppa. The coppas are coming for you. That's all I think mm-hmm. of every time. Um, quick question. So. What is it? Why is does it? this No, 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 hold on. Uh, yeah, what is it? But also, why why does this exist but there can still be ads on like Nickelodeon? Okay. That's a that's a
2: good question to begin it. So, does Disney still do? COPPA is the Child Online Privacy Protection Act. COPPA. Yes. That was created in the 1990s and was a set of rules that pretty much said that children needed to be protected so that their like information could not be easily accessible to other people. And that parents should have control of that and give permission when someone was looking to collect information about children. So a few years later, 2019, uh well, I mean, and around this, you know, around this time, YouTube gets sued by the FTC because they were collecting data on children. And so how that works is that YouTube services targeted ads to videos. And that's the main way people make money on YouTube through ads, is through targeted ads. And so those are based on viewers' behaviors and what type of products that they seem that they might be interested in based on everything that they do online. That's different from contextualized ads and those are just based on the content that is being presented so that's how it's legal for disney and cable companies to advertise to children on there is because they just know children are watching so they didn't collect any data on those children other than this is a content made for kids so we're going to put a toy ad next to or in between this episode of a child's show so the issue is not really like anything about the content it's mainly just about You can't use children's information and without a parent's permission. And so that's the issue that's going on. But the weird thing is it gets weird because obviously a 12 year old, an eight year old, a five year old doesn't have make their own YouTube account. They didn't buy an iPad. Their parents are giving them that. And to make a YouTube account, you have to say that you're above the age of 13. So there's all these weird things where it's like, wait, why is it the content creators issue? And that was one of the things that is coming up now is that the FTC is saying that YouTubers, people that have a YouTube channel, they're considering that as your own personal website. And since you have targeted ads on your videos, then you're collecting data on kids. But it gets weird because of the whole like, well, it stinks for content creators because we know you're not supposed to be on the site unless you're above the age of 13 and if parents are giving kids the ability to be on youtube main then shouldn't that count as giving them permission but currently that is not the case so yeah that's that's the thing with with stuff about kids is it's everybody else's fault yes
1: exactly the kids
0: can't be at
2: fault
1: well no but it's also the parents fault ever yeah it's that the website blame the creator not the parent is the the mentality
0: so so a step further into this what what is the problem with contextualized ads like you saying like YouTube just putting a button in and you saying this content may be enjoyed by children ages for for human beings ages 8 to 25 because I feel like that's that's generally the target audience for your for your content. Or on the flip side of that, and now now you have contextualized ads, right? Now Barbie ads can be in the middle of your video or before your video because mm-hmm. uh, you you have said, like, oh, I know kids are going to watch this. So okay. you advertise to them that way. Or flippity-floppity, why not just put F-150 ads in your videos and just, like, that be the end of it? Or will Ford just not pay for that? Well, because people won't buy is, F-150s if yeah, they're advertised to exactly six-year-olds. It. Is yeah. that
2: contextualized ads pay... 60 to 90% less than targeted ads because they are not getting served to people who are likely to actually buy the product. Is that they're just, there's less certainty that people will actually convert to sales based on contextualized ads. So AdSense would drop significantly if you said, oh yeah, because that's part of the implementation is that currently you have to mark your videos as made for kids or not made for kids. And if you label your content as made for kids, then you will only be served ads that will pay less. You will no longer ha- be, well, there's rumors that you will no longer be recommended to people, that you can't have comments. You won't be able to have videos and playlists. People won't be able to put you into your watch later. There's all of these things that are going on because those all have to do with cookies and tracking the data around videos and those users. So all of those settings would be stripped away. Oh, you also wouldn't be able to have notifications. So people wouldn't be notified when you post a video under this, if you label your stuff as made for kids because they would have to, because they algorithmically decide what notifications get sent to people so all of those settings would be turned off yeah
0: it it seems weird to me now somebody who has grown up you know in in the carlin family we have always been advised that if you were going to make content online like from our parents and from the the people that you know we have grown up from that it should be family friendly and that it should be for anybody that wants to watch it like ideally Mm -hmm. like it, it should include children in the audience base it seems weird to me that like the flip side of this coppa thing is that channels that swear or channels that are like making more adult content are by virtue of not being kid-friendly succeeding like the system is working in their favor like because in my mind in my mind it's like oh, you don't want to swear on your podcast. You don't want to swear on your YouTube videos, because it's going to be harder to make money because you're not going to get sponsorships because it looks bad on that brand. But now it's like, oh, you better start swearing in every video so that you can market it to adults. Well, that's,
2: that's one big fear that kids aren't going to stop watching YouTube. But if content that is directed towards kids can no longer be on the platform, then either creators will have to leave or they'll have to make something else that is clearly more adult which means that all of the content on youtube will become more steered for adults so that they can prove if sued that they are trying to direct content that's not for kids now one even further extension of the ftc's the federal trade commission want to do for coppa is change it to child attractive So extending the reach of this legislation so that even if it could, even if it's not intended for an audience of children, if it appears that it could attract a child, then these regulations would be placed on them and they would be available to be sued. So there's even talks of extending this further.
0: Now, is this the result of like a genuine concern from parents or is this the result of like the cable lobby being like oh my god youtube go the heck away it's
2: almost certainly got to be the second so one. so on the books it's 20 child advocacy groups all came together talked to the ftc and then the ftc investigated youtube now that's the thing <laughs> how do they groups? get tipped off yeah who got them excited about this now
1: I mean it cannot, not, it cannot not physically not be any it, different but. than the smoking
2: battle though. Like
1: we're leaving we're leaving cigarettes on the shelves because the tobacco companies are waging a oh. war against like they're discontinuing jewel pods because vaping yes. kills people. Yes. But we're leaving cigarettes on the shelves. Yes. It's not hard to see the track there. Yeah, the
0: hypocrisy right, yeah. Is clearly sound. Somebody <laughs> is yeah,
1: because cuz cables in a tailspin.
0: mm Mhm. I can't believe they're not going after Netflix though. That seems like the bigger juggernaut to me. I guess they're but worried see, about the next generation, but the thing about the content Netflix on Netflix is, is still rated. Well, though. it's yeah,
2: it's one rated. Two, they don't serve targeted ads. That it's a subscription service. So once you pay to get in, it doesn't matter if kids are constantly on the platform getting recommended things. It's they're paying for a subscription, and that's that's all it is. is right, that, the Game of Thrones so they're not was on using their info.
1: Game of Thrones is crazy because it was on HBO. HBO can do whatever they want. It's a paid service. That's always been the case. Like, paid cable can do whatever it wants. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Especially, like, single
1: subscription channels, like HBO and Cinemax and stuff.
2: Yes. Non-packaged
1: channels. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's just kind of left a lot of content creators uncertain about the future. The reality is is that every child-directed channel can't be sued, but they've made a lot of threats towards content creators that they're going to cull through the 20 million channels that are active on youtube and will be coming at them like a fish in a barrel so these are the things that they've been talking about so it's been it's been a stressful time but i agree that it just seems wild too. um that it just doesn't seem like this is the the next step forward for youtube this doesn't it, it feels like a very out of left field and very restrictive let piece of legislation.
1: At the same time, YouTube's been the single player for 13 years now,
2: completely unchecked. I but wouldn't the, say completely unchecked. The problem is though is that pretty even completely if we had a YouTube com- competitor, there would still be the issue of how how if we could pay creators anything without targeted ads. I, I mean, you could go to
0: Watsovideos.com, upload <laughs> videos and put them behind a paywall. Here's
1: the thing
2: though. Here's the thing though.
1: Companies still want these ads to rest. So I uh, the only thing that's ever proven to have more force than the government is commerce. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. um, well, I mean that's the thing is too is that like the advertising on social media is still way cheaper than old media, even though old media does not convert people as well as new media. It's a very weird world
1: right. and like every ad person knows that mm-hmm. I, I I have a funny feeling that ad, ad advertisers are still gonna find a way to get money in the hands of creators.
0: I think yeah, I think the ad lobby is going to. <laughs> Yeah. Find their way we'll into see, the, all of this.
1: Not that I'm telling anybody not to worry about this, but it, it is definitely a thing that we're kinda gonna have to see what it looks like in practice.
0: Yes.
2: It'll be interesting to see what it'll be like in a few years. Some people that make content about helping people grow their YouTube channels are saying that this is just showing a weakness in your own businesses and that if that this is going to be the make or break moment if you decide that you're going to be an entrepreneur. And I mean, it just seems that seems like kind of a harsh way to describe this. <laughs> Given that you can't really decide when government like legislation will occur.
0: <laughs> but, well, right. If your passion project is the content that you create and not building businesses as an entrepreneur, then, yeah, yeah this is going to suck. Because let me tell you guys, if we were going to build a business,
2: obviously, we'd have to teach people how to make a blog. Because those people make literally millions of dollars a year with like courses and all these like crazy things. It's There's like the ability to teach people how to make something on their own after you've already established yourself making something. It's like millions of dollars going to these companies. It's wild.
1: Oh,
0: for sure. Oh, I know. We we have looked into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. And this, the thing is, like, it, like, YouTube is an interesting subject in this. Because, like, in the film, in the realm of podcasting, like, w- us not creating content that is specifically adult-driven is driving our revenue down. Like, shows yeah. that are adult-driven are, are more revenue-generating at specific popularity well, marks because they're you know a lot of our audience doesn't have the resources to give on patreon the way that like 27 to 40 year old drunk white women do. right
0: <laughs> like we don't target true crime the the true crime market and the true crime market has money
1: yeah like the true crime market is donating on patreon much more than the like 18 year old kid market is well that's but being one said thing our audience too, is
0: the best audience the best
1: audience for sure not complaining about anybody in our audience it's just like you definitely no, yes. see people like the people that, that make adult themed podcasts make so much money because like adults have money to give more than anybody else they have more money than me yeah
2: that's that is the one thing that i have continuously went back to when i've tried to think of diversifying business like my business with WhatsApp videos, is the fact is, is that my audience is mainly targeted around people that are my age, and most people that are in their thirties are people that are in debt, and they don't like they're people that are like often not thriving as we've been describing the, the the adult segment. And so, how do you make a product for people that don't have the money to buy random products all the time? Well, right,
0: and, and the thing I think that it's. It, tough to grasp in our This is why i think what you did is so smart isaac and the way you diversified is i feel like for a lot of people like big companies have a better relationship I we talked about this not too long ago with disney is that disney has a better relationship with their fans than other big companies but disney also has a better relationship with their fans than like i'm able to they have like staffs and teams of people whose job it is is to make sure that you love disney because you love disney right mm-hmm. so Right, that a movie getting moved from Netflix to
1: Disney Plus means you watch it because it got moved to Disney Plus. Right,
0: and they have have teams of people that are like, you know, focused on retention and things like that, and little me obviously cannot compete with Disney. Disney can get somebody, including myself, to spend like $4,000 on a week literally just to spend the money, like on their products and on their services. Mm -hmm. But the thought of me asking my fans or, or, or of Bacon and Eggs listeners, even though we've spent so much time with them in their car uh, or, you know, whatever they do, If, if somebody's like a massive fan of the show, asking them to spend more than $40 for a sweatshirt once a year seems ludicrous to me, you know? And yes. see,
1: here's my thing about like, and this is this is why I'm kind of glad right now that I do a podcast because like, there's no possible way they could accuse us to advertising to children. We can't advertise to children because people that make child friendly products don't run podcast ads. Yes. And like, again, no, if no, you
2: have an ad, it would be contextualized.
1: Yeah, no twelve year olds <laughs> are buying mattresses or Blue Apron or blue light glasses or anything. They're not buying stamps. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can go to audibletrial.com/eggs for a month free on us.
2: And I mean, that's that's another thing too is that it's like, well, is there something that I care about just as much as Disney that's more geared towards adults that makes more sense for like affiliate links and, you know, that like all of that side of the business that could exist And there's certain things that I get excited about, but typically if it's going to be something that I have to spend hours and hours in a day doing, it's typically Disney. And maybe that's just I haven't really tried doing it yet, but it's also difficult to like want to, well, maybe I should try doing this for, you know, another like a half decade and see where that goes while I try to do this, you know into doing it for five years. Like, it's so weird because none of this stuff grows quick. So it's an, like you can be agile in the moment, but if you want anything to see the growth long-term, you have to do it for a few years.
0: Yes. That's the truth with day jobs too. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you bounce from job <laughs> yeah. to job every six months, you're, you're probably just never going to be happy. Yeah. Yep.
0: As as the only one in this conversation who has a day job, it is uh, <laughs> it is an interesting life, especially when, when you have a passion project on the side. I really enjoy my day job. I, I genuinely do uh but that's not to say that like do i ever feel like it gets in the way of this yes absolutely do i ever feel like this gets in the way of that yes absolutely but it's you know it's just part of the reality mm mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do to survive. I like if I could, like if I believed that if I quit my day job tomorrow, that you know within six months I could support my family on bacon and eggs, I would do it. I just don't believe that I could do it, Mm -hmm. and not because I don't think that I know how. It's just like you said, growing something like this takes takes time, time. and that's
1: that's been the constant struggle, especially for uh Tyler's come to me with this many times throughout our time doing bacon and eggs he's like if we quit right now how can we make this successful in six months it's like you can put there's not enough that you can do for the show short of making an episode every day that will blow your podcast up to the point where Uh, you're gonna make sustainable living well like and that's always the
2: thing
0: you can Mm -hmm. try all you want to get on like you know the BuzzFeed's top list of the 50 best podcasts, the but the BuzzFist, the BuzzFist, the BuzzFeed's list of top 50 podcasts or whatever, you know, whatever it is that actually propels your show to the top but like, and gets people actually in listening the spirit but of proper in journalism, order to do that.
1: If the spirit of proper journalism, BuzzFeed doesn't let you buy your way on there. So
0: right. And, and in order to succeed at that, you need to be doing it organically and you need to be doing it like you need to be living your life and, and, you know, succeeding. And yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's a headache,
2: but well, at the yeah,
0: the, yeah. Recently, I I thought about how I could make
1: different podcasts about my other passions. And I was sitting here like, how do I do a photography podcast? Click, click. (laughs) How do you do a podcast about things you look at? We do a podcast about things you look at, but we do a podcast about things with like, you know, there's only so much I could be like, this photo tells a story, and I'm going to tell that story without you seeing the photo.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Then it just seems like it has to be a video form of some kind. But like one thing I I, going off the point of you have to post it every single day. That's kind of how I've noticed as well on YouTube is that like there's certain channels like Star Wars channels, for example. Those are often ones that have like blown up. And so many of them, all the comics ones as well, they'll post every single day. And it's like and I've thought about doing that, but I just can't conceptualize being able to do that on my own every single day
0: i mean the crazy thing yeah i mean you're a a one-man show that would be insane but like the crazy thing that blows my mind when i think about Ethan and i've talked about like okay if we had an office what would our days look like and it was like okay well you get to work at eight and you watch a movie and then uh at 10 you you know you have like a a snack and then at 11 you record until one and then you have lunch and then in the afternoon you you edit and upload and you do all the promos and stuff and it's like and then you have four days left in the week uh, yeah or you do that again tuesday wednesday thursday friday um but like it's just not possible we've done when we did toy story we did like four episodes in a row every single day of the week and it was like
1: gassed by the end of that yeah
0: you're like especially because this is a comedy driven show you put out eight hours of comedy content in four days that's a lot
1: because you don't have time to go out and live and have things to happen to you to be funny about
0: right you don't you don't have observations
2: to make yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, I mean, I completely get it. Like, you have
1: to be, you have to be making one episode of five different shows. Yeah.
0: yeah. Every day.
2: it It'd be brutal. Like yesterday I tr I wrote like two scripts in a day. And then today I was like, well, I need to like finish up, like fine tune the second one, then record both of them and then still edit and publish it. And by the end of it, like I was just dragging my feet. I only recorded one of them and posted one of them. And it's just like, you just can't, while, while I do believe that like anyone can actually do execute on this at scale, I feel like to have fun and be passionate about it throughout the whole thing, like you have to have some breathing room.
0: Oh, I think it's definitely more like, is it more important to you this is this was like a realization for me growing up. When I was selling cars, the whole conversation with management and with leadership, the entire time you were doing it, was like, How do we take you from somebody who sells ten to fifteen cars a month to somebody who sells 40. And I can tell you right now, Isaac, just to put scale on that, there are like five dudes in the country selling 40 cars a month. And that's, that's probably not true. But they wanted to scale you to a point where you were like, it was your entire existence to be the very best at it all the time. Yeah. And then you'd meet the five or six people who actually are this way and they're like PewDiePie, where they're it is entirely an X Factor thing. It has absolutely nothing to do with work ethic. It is like this person like lightning strikes on this right. person. They go every in there day. like I
1: will sell your car. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's literally PewDiePie. He sells more cars than anyone else. So it was—it was always this conversation of like, well, you know, is it okay with you to be making fifty thousand dollars a year? I mean, don't you want to be the top salesman and be making three hundred thousand dollars a year? And it's like, well, one, that's the best in the country at this is three hundred thousand dollars. That seems awfully low. <laughs> yeah, because uh, nobody—nobody
1: nobody making a million dollars works for someone else. Right.
0: True. And two, I, fifty thousand dollars is a pretty decent amount of money. That's—I I can raise a family yeah, that gives, on that. Yeah, that gives
1: me money to spend on the side and do my passion <laughs> projects. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly so <laughs> that's the thing that's what i love yeah, I, I about can... about content creation as, in the way that we do it especially podcasts is that it's just not a
0: competition at all no other podcasters are the nicest people in the world uh because they know because they, like they a...
1: know the more that everybody else succeeds the more they succeed the more, straight the more up... people listen to podcasts the more people will listen to a podcast
0: <laughs> correct additionally i am just not going to have a bigger podcast than joe rogan
1: no, but it's like everybody, <laughs> that's the thing is like I'm out here doing, the same way Joe Rogan's doing work for me, I'm out here doing work for Joe Rogan. Because like there's plenty of people that we get, especially because we work with so many YouTubers, we bring people in, we're their first podcast ever. For a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people listening to like 8, podcast. nine, ten different podcasts now because they started with bacon and eggs. So I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm out here doing work for Joe Rogan. Maybe it's not making a huge dent in his numbers, but like I'm at the front line just like he is. He's bringing people into podcasts that will eventually find their way yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna but come yeah, into Discord I, one day and be like, My first have... ever podcast I listen to is the Joe Rogan experience. I mean, that that's
0: gonna be a lot of people. It's, it's that's cereal, what I'm saying though. That's you know? what
1: I'm saying. It's like somebody mm-hmm, somebody mm-hmm. has to with the podcast thing, they will stay in the door if somebody gets them in the door. Yeah, it's
0: the best medium.
1: Yeah. I would like, I listened to like 9,000 minutes of music this year or whatever. And like, I would love to see, I, I'm thinking about moving my podcast, listening to Spotify just so I could see my year in rap next year.
0: I actually thought Ooh. about the exact same like, thing. I would and love I know Spotify Overcast was like, gave
1: me a year in rap. It's like, you listen to 460 episodes of my brother, my brother, and me this year. <laughs> I'd be like, I did that. I did do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that's, that's, Got that's, me. Like, that's like 500 hours. They, I think Overcast has a stats button.
1: Do they? I, I have Overcast Premium or whatever. We also need to wrap this show. We do,
0: because we got to do our other show.
1: Yeah, we got to do our other show. The show after the show. <laughs> All right, let's wrap the show, then. Okay.
0: We'll then wrap the show. Dude, uh, uh, the big board. Um, This movie is okay. <laughs> 2020 movie ratings. Is it better than Hoaxu Poksu? Yes. Yes. Is it better than She's El Hombre? Yes. Ella está el hombre. One is day Tyler's than...
1: going to learn the difference between Sarah and a star. Ella,
0: ella, ella es el hombre. It is not better than Zombieland. Okay.
1: Wow, I'm surprised you said that. Oh, Tyler didn't like Zombieland. Oh, really?
0: Okay. Did you like it better than Zombieland? I love this what's movie. What's above Zombieland? I love both. Jumanji, the
1: original Jumanji. It's not better than the original Jumanji. No, yeah. Isaac, you should watch Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle. It is
0: delightful. Okay, so we'll All go right. above. We'll go above Zombieland. I'm, uh, I mean, we can
1: go below Zombieland. I'm just surprised that you said that. What? What's the name of this movie? The holiday. <laughs> I almost the said holiday. love. Actually,
0: I almost said the proposal.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> oof, close, close but no cigar.
0: Okay. Uh, the villain food for this movie. A villain rank. Who's the villain? Woman versus self. Amanda's emotions. Yes. Uh, Jasper Bloom. I feel no. like the dude that played Jasper looked too much like Jude Law. I have a, real a problem with that Yeah, oh, I, I agree
2: They looked very similar
0: I'm glad that you agree Because I was really scared Ethan was going to be like That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard They look completely different When I said that out loud I so, didn't, wasn't, nah. wasn't
2: going to say
1: I would never say It was the dumbest thing I've ever heard Tyler <laughs> <laughs> You keep threatening That I'm going to say Things like this And I just don't Ethan, But
2: they don't
0: look alike And I know who both of them Isaac, are Isaac can you tell is, is Ethan completely green To you Isaac That's my question
2: Oh he is absolutely <laughs> Completely green Okay right. cool He's
0: been that way For me for like 20 minutes Oh, Isaac's been frozen the, yeah.
1: for half an hour. <laughs> oh. I'm looking. Hold on, let me send you guys a picture because it's hilarious. But I am looking at a picture of Isaac just like mid exclamation. Oh, jeez. Hang on. I'm just gonna show you on the camera because I don't have Isaac's phone number. Look at that. Uh,
0: it's, oh. it's all green. Is it green? All I'm seeing is green.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I'll right. Try to
1: send it in the chat. Well, I, I yeah, but then I gotta get it to my computer somehow. I'm just gonna send it to you in a Discord
2: message, all Isaac. Right.
1: Oh, I guess I could take a screenshot how do I take a screenshot uh,
2: I just go to snip and sketch oh good yeah job. I use That's that a like lot. an automatically installed program
0: snipping snip and sketch yep so then you just snip I it and sketch tr- it, yeah and you yep. copy and paste it yeah exactly I use that at work a hundred times a day I just hit copy me too you control yeah, you just c
1: copy it uh, over it and then just apparently I don't put do that. your it's not letting me paste control v no, it's not letting me paste in
2: Skype. Oh, I yeah, that's what I did. I just like clicked on the text box and then
0: Control V. This is great podcasting. This is <laughs> <laughs> tech tutorial with bacon and eggs. <laughs> have you learned? Um, I have a uh, I, I got a Chromebook for Christmas for 119, dollars and now it runs Audacity and it's completely quiet and uh, I I I love it. I had to it install runs Linux. Audacity. I had to ra- install Linux. I had to like uh, backdoor Linux onto it, and now yeah, it runs oh. Audacity.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah, for one hundred nineteen dollars right. and four gigs of RAM, I can I can record a podcast anywhere in the world.
2: Wow, that's beautiful. There we Is go. Is that are you guys going on location more? Is that what's going on? Is that
1: we, what you need the? Yeah, I don't know setup? why Tyler needed a second laptop to. Yeah, do I the show. I,
0: <laughs> I really just wanted it for funsies. I just bought a laptop so. That's a super nice one, and I use, I, I do use that. And we, I, I, travel a lot for my day job. I don't know if you've heard that I have one of those, uh, and uh, <laughs> we've talked about it a little bit tonight. Um, and so I got a laptop in case I ever need to watch a movie or record on the go. But it's uh, heavy. Mm-hmm. I got a heavy computer, so I got a Chromebook in case I know I'm not going to record, but I, I want to do bacon and eggs work uh, that that doesn't require recording. Mm-hmm. But then if I need to record, I can.
2: Very cool. Very cool.
1: Here's hoping. Let's see what it it turns out like when you actually try to run Audacity and Skype at the same time on a Chromebook.
0: I have a feeling the Skype call will be done on my cell phone. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrapping the show, breakfast food on this movie. I feel like we've got some like some Christmas hash or something, something, uh, hmm. something like British Christmas shepherd's pie. Oh, yeah. Hash.
2: Shepherd's pie is not breakfast. It's also I was not American. Say, like. Hot chocolate with some peppermints in
0: it. Ooh, that sounds yummy.
2: Yeah. That does sound yummy, but don't eat a liquid breakfast on Christmas. Mm, I suppose. I suppose.
1: It does sound yummy. Anyway, Uh, um, Isaac, where can we find you on the internet? Well,
2: best place to find me is over on Watso Videos. Uh, On... the YouTube channel on YouTube is great. I got all my Disney content there, but if you want to see all the things I'm doing all in one place, a uh, great place to go do that is at watsowebsite.com, which is W-O-T-S-O website.com. That is my favorite web address. Yeah. The fact that you put website
0: W-W <laughs> Did you yeah, ever think about was... how www is more syllables than World Wide Web?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have indeed thought about <laughs> okay, that.
0: Okay, cool. I just want to make sure I'm not the only one. Uh, Ethan, where can people find us on the internet?
1: They can find me on the internet at uh, Edgehill Photos on Instagram or at Wow now, but the Zeros on Twitter. I really need to change that one. Um, or Tyler's at AmeriCarlin in both places. And you can find the show at Bacon and Eggs Pod or wherever podcasts are sold or given away for free or at baconandeggs.media. Big news coming soon on the baconandeggs.media. Front. Oh, dang. Big news. A 10120. There's big news. Big, big news. Large news, thick Grant, news, Vent,
0: venti news,
1: <laughs> venti news. We do not have twenty news is coming. No, now.
0: it is one news. Ah, well, it, it, yes. it's more than one news, but it's not twenty. More than one news. Find yes. out soon. No to Weather on, and Sports. Uh, so, moving on from that conversation, uh uh, uh thank you for listening.
1: Our graphics thank are by Vishan Brandon of Graphite, and our uh, music is by Andrew Scott Bell of Andrew Scott Bell. You can find him at Andrew Scott Bell, wherever Andrew Scott Bells are sold or given away for free. I
0: said
1: that, yeah. I've been Ethan Etchell He's with Tyler Carlin, and him over there in Wisconsin has been Isaac Carlson of WatsO Videos. And until next time, Arriva Dirty. Andrew Scott Bell.